The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Tangent Egg Podcast. I'm Seth and as always with me are Woosh and Jondo. Hello. Hi. So uh, this week we're starting out with... Uh, Musky putting something onto his failing platform that kind of surprised about. It's AI. Yeah. He's yeah, that uh, one thing he bought Twitter to get rid of. It's yeah, great. He's using a bot to replace all the bots that he got rid of. <laughs> That's just fucking see, weird. The issue was they weren't his bots. That's why he was angry. Ah, well, yeah, see, yeah. This is mm. the thing. I'm pretty sure the way he, they'll probably try and spin this, it's not a bot, it's an assistant. <laughs> Sorry, you cut out for a second, that one. It's not a bot, it's an assistant. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Will I go to great lengths to turn every assistant off on any device I have? Oh, like, absolutely. That's the first I thing as soon as it's out of the box. I turn them I, off and they still pop up going, would you like to use the assistant? Like, so, no, if I did, no. I would have turned that fucker on. Yeah. Mm. So, I don't need an assistant in my everyday life. I definitely don't need yeah. one on my phone. Like... Did fuck you off. hear me say "Okay, Google"? And the which yeah. is like, "No, no, like, then fuck off." Like, uh, I have to check quick. Check my phone. Did it, did it, it get me? <laughs> it's it's very much stop calling our bot a bot. But yeah. Even Look, the Twitter company or X as they're now called have come out and said that since Muskie's taken over, it's worth less than half of what he oh, paid yeah. for it. Like, goddamn. And I mean, like, I think it was like He's last week. It. They lost Sony. Yeah. Yeah. So, pretty much Sony just removed one of the major features of their controller, that fucking share button. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They had a dedicated button for Twitter, essentially. Well, you can still share on other platforms through that button, but it's not the instant post that was to Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to hurt them in some way. Like, fuck. Like, you know it's bad when, like, the instant function of, I could press a button and share this clip to Twitter is gone like you know that Twitter has fucked up there yep. yeah absolutely like it is funny to watch him ruin a company but at the same time I feel bad for the poor fuckers at work for him all five of them yeah like they're just trapped <laughs> in one little dungeon under he, his house now I guess he already got rid of everyone that was there so there aren't anyone who knew to how to do the for. job he got rid of like absolutely, he got rid of everyone who knew how to do the job and replaced him with about five monkeys in the basement. Well, as we know, oh. he's now replaced them with bots. Yes, <laughs> robot monkeys. Well, he's only made one so far. So far, but everyone else, that, everyone else that's still sitting in the office, going, "Come on, make another one. Replace me. Come Although, on." I give don't me trust severance. Musk. Like, <laughs> I don't trust him with an AI. Like, it's gonna go rogue within seconds. He would not have put the time or effort in to make something that won't destroy humanity. No, but I mean, hopefully he'll p- install it into a car then launch it into space. And then we'll have a, <laughs> a space-faring AI. <laughs> like a thousand years later, it kind of like falls down to Earth again and starts rampaging. <laughs> after I, gaining sentience. And he certainly thinks quite highly of this AI, too. Yeah. You know what he called it, right? <clears throat> what? Croc. Really? Yeah. Why? Am I the only person who gets this reference? Possibly. Grok, so, I remember, but... To, to, uh, grokking something is is something that kind of became an internet meme, and you know, when you understand something, you, you grok it. Yeah. But it comes from a book called Stranger in a Strange World. Out of the south here, uh, it's Stranger in a Strange Land. I know someone would get me up me for it, so I'm just going to nip it in the bud here. Stranger in a Strange Land, not World. Very good book, would highly recommend. Um, and that maybe it's, book it's, of the month. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's, if, if Dan decides he wants to read that, it's a good book. I'd be down to read it again. It's mm. it's uh, one of the, uh, I think it's like top ten um, times science fiction, uh, Hugo books. Yeah. Um, Hugo who does sci-fi books, right? Yeah, I think it is. Hugo, Hugo I, awards. If they did, they they're... do now. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I don't remember who does book awards. The the big one for science fiction. Um, yeah. it's in their like top ten. Um, oh, yeah. 
but in it, it's part of the Martian language, and it doesn't just mean to understand, it means to so fully understand something that you cannot learn anything about it. At that yeah. point, you grok it. You Basically, you encompass all knowledge of one thing. So he says that his AI, he's called his AI fully understanding. Yeah. Weirdly enough, the only reason I know what grokking is is because of the uh, SCP Foundation. Okay. Uh, one of the entries is a spot in a random like factory floor that if you walk through it, you gain complete understanding of one topic. Um, that's grokking. It was mentioned as in one of the research notes as the grok spot. Yeah, so, that's why. Right. Unfortunately, know. it's yeah. never useful. Actually, no, <laughs> my favorite thing from that SVP was the fact that some guy walked through and never had to breathe. Like, how? How did you do this? Like, I'm not going to tell you. I I don't have to tell you anything. I just I know how to recycle air in me now. Yeah. Took him apart, couldn't figure it out. Like, how did he do this? How would you not just dance over that spot? Just like, I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. <laughs> I am the universe. Just gains <laughs> omniscience. I am the singularity. <laughs> Why is there a koala? Why is it smiling? What does it know? <laughs> Lower Decks, oddly enough, just had their last episode of the current season. And, ah, the yeah. show continues to be fucking excellent. Love that show. It is so good. One day we'll force me, like, John Doe to watch it, it'd be great. I've been watching Lower Decks. I've oh, watched oh, the latest good. ones, but, yeah, I've been watching it. Yeah. Hell yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, next thing up is the potentially yes-no, possibly not legal thing that YouTube's doing by detecting your ad blocker. Yeah, that's fun. Like, like, it's, it's a bit of a nothing thing until some EU country actually makes a ruling. Yeah. Because the the thing that's the problem is that in the EU, part of their privacy, uh, like just general, you have this as a right of privacy, is that they can't look at things on your machine without Express asking permission. you first. Yeah. And YouTube, to detect an ad blocker, has to ask you. Because yeah, they're looking yeah. at cookies or other <clears throat> scripts and things running on your machine. So they have to ask first. The problem is, the ad blocker works doing the exact same thing back at YouTube. Yeah. So it's very much a, uh, you're breaking the law. It's like, yes, but you're also breaking the law by finding out I'm breaking the law. Maybe. Pretty much. For the longest time, the, the idea was, we all know about this. No one's going to start a fight. But now YouTube, like, YouTube seems to think there's money in the fight and actually pushing it for once. At, at the very least, I hope it's like, Two wrongs make a. I don't have to sit through four fucking thirty second unblockable, uh, unskippable ads. Yeah, if they're not YouTube, unblockable. Yeah, uh, unskippable. Uh, if YouTube actually backed us, like, look, we're sorry, we'll reduce the amount of ads. Just please, love of God, turn your ad blockers off. I might consider it, but no, it's like, no, no. Watch all five of these ads. You can't skip. Watch them all. One of them's half an hour. Fuck you. I just want to laugh at the funny thing, man. But yeah, but the funny thing goes for an hour. Which means they can fit three pr mid rolls in. No, oh, yeah. What's funny as hell, like pre and post. The, the day after they announced they're like stopping ad blockers, is ad blockers started advertising on YouTube that yeah advertising <laughs> they will block YouTube ads. That's yeah, just gold. Fucking, but someone had to have let that through unless they've automated their ad. I reckon like, they've automated it. it. Just you they submit it, you pay for it, and there you go. And provided or some that, guy really wanted to get fired. <laughs> provided the internal AI doesn't flag any of the actual content, I dare say, just let's yeah. go. But oh, it's just an arms race now for like between YouTube and about ten ad blockers who are all like. Well, that's the thing. It it it's YouTube versus all the resources of the internet. Yeah. Because and the internet those, hates paying for things. Because if those, like, ten guys don't figure out a way to get around it, some dude in Russia will. Yeah. And oh, it'll yeah. end up on GitHub. Oh, it always ends up on GitHub. So, sooner or later, we're gonna get around your ass. Right. And even yeah. if they do get around the, like, the internet doesn't like paying for things, the internet also doesn't like being told what to do. Yeah. And if you're being yeah. told, oh. watch an ad, you can't skip this. That's like, well, fuck you. We That's will do this. That's painting a target. Yeah, like, that ooh, is I, the, the the equivalent of walking up to someone and slapping them with your glove. Yeah, yeah. It, so the last time this happened was a, a security a security consultant um, tried to claim he was the greatest security consultant on the internet. That, 
was that... And within like two hours, he got taken down. That was McCaife, wasn't it? Or yeah. Norton's one of them put his social security number online and said, you can't steal my ID. Yeah. And holy shit, Half an hour I think later. he's still fucking <laughs> jamming for that. Like, god damn. Oh, he, he's still angry about that one. But oh, <laughs> oh, Anytime, but... if you present any challenge to the internet, they will destroy it. Only mm. if you tell them they're not allowed to. Yeah. Just... If you put a challenge on, go, here, do this. Like, oh, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. If you say, don't look at that, that's, that's for me only, the entire internet will rally behind themselves just to spite you. But, and I love it. Like, look at that whole thing of, like, Shayla Booth put a flag on a flagpole in the middle of fucking nowhere <laughs> that had a message, and then people found it from a, a plane that flew through in the yeah. background <laughs> and then tracked it from the stars <laughs> and found the fucking thing. Like, nah, nah. The yeah. better one is always the second one. Yeah. Which one was that? That was the one when he put himself in a basement with That's no right. windows, no nothing, and he was like, find me now. They heard a plane over the top of the of the the room mm. and then like scoured flight logs to get a time of a plane in that area and they yeah. nailed it down and nailed it down to based on the way it echoes in that room, this is the house you're in. <laughs> And it was something... I remember something about the wallpaper in one of them as well. Um, they found someone by the wallpaper in the background of a picture. And um, it's like... I know... Uh, it wasn't the Shia LaBeouf one, it was something else, but... No, I know Nerd Cubed had a fan turn up to his house, because in one oh, clip yes. of a thing, they saw the pattern of the carpet in the hall. That's right. Oh, that's always a terrifying... That like, takes thought, a special kind of creepy motherfucker... Like, oh, have you seen some of the God ones that damn. pop up online? Like, one of the, um, it was a chick, I think she's a TikToker, was practicing some dance stuff in the living room, and it was just a guy on the balcony who decided to walk in. Um, and he climbed up, like, a few, like, stairs, yeah. like, a few stories or something. It's like, holy shit, man, like, just because like, you hear these people on the internet or watch their videos does not mean they're your friend. And this is the kind of, kind of creepy shit that YouTube, YouTube's going up against, like, Mm. Why? Why would you invite yeah. this shit to yourself? Like, why not just make the ads skippable and yeah. reduce them? Like, you're still going to get your ads. You yeah. don't need but to compromise have a, a bit. Three in Stop a row. Stop being a little shit. But, but you're forgetting, John Doe. Line must go up. Oh yeah, yeah. that's true. The line must forever go up. It can never go down. I, it's only up. That's the problem with late stage capitalism. It goes up and up and up until it hits the cliff, and the only up is a fucking straight line down. Yup. <laughs> then it goes up and up, then tumbles down to communism, and then here you know, it starts again. <laughs> the cycle. It's great. So I think I'll move this along. <laughs> Probably a good idea. <laughs> right. So I fucking love them, but I've bone to pick with Audible. Done another thing has happened that has annoyed me and it annoys me every fucking time it happens so I've been recently listening to the Murderbot Diaries yeah incredibly good set of books would highly recommend the main character is an absolute <laughs> well, I love him I, I was so going to select the, the first four, four books of that for next month's book but <laughs> fine I guess I'll pick <laughs> something else because the first four books are on Audible Plus and if you haven't listened to them they're like between two and four hours each so four yeah, books together like, gives you a good 20 hour book guess I'll have to listen to that one we just talk about it randomly as a side thing <laughs> it's it's really good though I would highly recommend but here's the thing when you get to book six it's not on fucking audible no but book right, seven really? and you know what yeah I know what? I hate that shit yeah why <laughs> don't know why would they say. do that to us I looked into it because I that really pissed me off but you can find it on other audiobook fucking websites it's because at the time when six came out uh the author of another book was getting really jacked over from audible so a whole heap of other authors said we're not going to release our books on audible and yeah. so audible said okay well these books will never release on audible and Ooh. so that's why there's several fucking popular series out there with books missing in the middle petty so, I love it. yeah petty from both sides mm but that's Look, why that being said I have seen some, like in time books appear on Audible that didn't used to be you used yeah. to not be able to get all the laundry files on Audible there was yeah. like three books missing but eventually all money now. does win but out like, a lot of those they're specific versions of those books that won't get there 
so that either the book needs to be re-recorded or released as an Audible exclusive version. For, or for these ones, oh. in, for these ones in particular, that from yep. these uh, these authors that didn't that want their it. books released on there, they need to release an Audible specific version of them to get them released on Audible. And a lot of authors just won't go through that. Or well, some that won't, anyway. Point is, I still hate this fucking oh, yeah. gap in this set because yeah. now they have to go find it on another service or just stop reading. Yeah. Which, I don't want to do either. Yeah, it's one of those things like, I, I want to keep going, but I'm also really lazy, and I don't want to make another account yeah. on another fucking website. <laughs> just give uh, me everything I want in one space and make it easy as shit to use. And then just I mean, don't, sort of, don't charge me through the ass for it, please. I mean, it's a thing I've said before, like, divert, like a non-monopoly is great. Yeah. Because there's competition and you can theoretically get prices driven down. Once someone has a monopoly, they do what they fucking want. Yeah. yeah. I.e. look at the drugs market. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. No one should pay that much for fucking insulin. Oh, um, God, that's fucked. But that's because they have m- small monopolies. Oh, the fucking cable industry in the States. That shit's fucked. Oh, yes. No, fuck. That shit's insane. Having a whole coalition of guys essentially acting as a monopoly but pretending to fight each other. That's so yeah. fucked. People oh, like our telecoms. Yeah. I mean, Optus took a big L. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be hard to recover from, too. Like, God damn. Oh, yeah. Like, if they didn't already burn your trust from leaking all of your data, now you lost everything for fucking 12 hours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but people crave a monopoly as an access point. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want 19 services. They just want 19 services fighting each other on this platform. Yeah. That's that's why Steam works. <laughs> There's so many Pretty different much. publishers just release them all in one spot where I can have it all. That's why GOG yeah. works. Like, mm. they release so much shit in one spot, I don't have to have 30 different fucking yeah. launches. It's yeah. why streaming services are failing because people don't want oh, to yeah, pay definitely. for every fucking streaming service. Especially when there's exclusives fucking everywhere. Yeah. Oh, this is exclusive to Prime, or this is exclusive to Hulu. It's like, fuck you, give me the thing. I'm not paying a whole lot of subscription. And each one only wants the exclusive to lure you into theirs because you know if you're paying for this one, you won't pay for a different one. And, yeah, it's just annoying as shit. The problem, of course, being if for some reason, like, a platform like that existed, once it had the monopoly, it would just jack the price. Yeah. Yeah. You'd... It, like the platform would have to be some kind of free or shareware kind of thing. It's like, yeah, no, you can't make money off that, but just plug shit into it. But that'll never happen because yeah. it won't make money. Yeah. Well, I mean, even then, just like running a thing like that would take cost yeah. you money, so you have to get some revenue. Um, but yeah, like like consumers don't want to have to go to nineteen places. They just want mm. nineteen places to fight over them. Yeah. yeah. And- we want to feel loved. <laughs> And then they'll start complaining about the high seas again. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. So, second thing. uh, Like, this is actually, like, three things I'm injecting into this podcast, not on our list. I am completely Um, okay with this. Because I had a couple things to talk about. Um, Second one. I played Robocop. (laughs) Oh, Um, I saw you uh, popping up on Steam with that. I'm like, oh, I should really ask you how that's going. It doesn't suck, and that really pisses me off. (laughs) That kind of makes me angry. Damn it. Well, because, I wanted like, to hate on this. Look, I paid way too much. I'm not even going to pretend that its its price tag is even close to value. They are charging, at least in Australia, 73 bucks. It's too much. It's not okay. So it it's, a, it's a humble no. deal or yeah. like, wait till massive Steam sale. Yeah. Like, Christmas Steam sale. Like 20, 30, maybe 40 bucks, depending on your, your value of stuff. Absolutely, one hundred percent, fucking buy it. Hmm. At its current price, no, it's it's way too much. But I started playing it, and then I realized I was having a really good time, and I didn't want to refund it. <laughs> Damn. But if you and, if you enjoy it, it's worth it. At that price, maybe yeah. it might be a little tight, but if you're enjoying it, it's worth it. I will freely admit it is it is maximum your Robocop. Like, <laughs> that's good. Just, At least like, I got the feel of that right. But I mean, like, you, you, like, there's a whole section in a squad station, and it's a lot of wandering around talking to officers, and it just takes a bit of time. It's yeah. not like dropping straight back into the action. 
they, they sort of take a little... And when they send you out on, like, your first, like, big proper mission outside of the tutorial, it's just a large map, and you just sort of, like, wander around a, you know, a half dozen blocks of wrecked out near Detroit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, it's not even, like, just a railroad. It's like, it has, like, mm. little mini sort of open areas for you to just sort of wander around and book people for crimes. So, it's sort of open linear. Like, yeah, very much so. Okay. There's not a lot like, to do in those spaces, but they let you wander. Yeah. I feel like how Atomic Heart had those weird open spaces between dungeons. No, it would be more like if Atomic Heart had, like, one of the little towns, and yeah. that was it, but everything was directly connected to that town. Ah, okay, fair. It, like I said, it's not a huge space, it's just enough for you to kind of get that impression of Detroit. Yeah. Not necessarily have to have a giant sprawling map for you to wander around and get lost. Let's like, be honest, from what I've heard, we only need an impression of Detroit. We don't need much more. I know, right? Yeah. But it's fun. Like, it's genuinely a lot of fun. And, like, because you're goddamn Robocop, like, why use cover? You just pull out your gun and walk at the bad guys and you blow limbs and faces off. Hell, they have a custom animation for shooting people in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's hot. See, that might be worth the price right of admission. <laughs> so, Triple like, A game of the year. <laughs> like, th like there's some systems that are dumb. Like, there's a leveling up system and stuff. It's really yeah. stupid. I don't really care about it. But like, I'm, I'm having fun being RoboCop. Yeah. Honestly, I'm surprised that Judge Dredd hasn't gotten a decent game yet. Because that, like, that franchise is built for a game. You have a weapon yeah. that switches between different game, uh, different bullet modes at a you know, random thing, and you are a tank of a person. Just reskin Doom. Yeah, Doom would be much closer to Dread. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, like they have done some okay Dread games, but they were back in the nineties when everything was a bit jank. Yeah, we've not had anything recently for Dread. I I love the Dread franchise. It's fucking hilarious. But if we're getting uh, a reboot of RoboCop now. Why not get a reboot of Dread? Might as well. Exactly. Like, I actually quite like the most recent Dread movie. Yeah, me too. The most recent I really enjoyed right. it. I loved it. Just the constant scowl was fucking amazing. Yeah. And never taking his fucking helmet off. Mm. So happy about that. I was like concerned, like, please don't take it off. He's never taking it off. Like, And they like, did the thing. Like, yes. It's almost like they, I don't know, gave a shit about the character. Didn't just take it. A helmeted character said, you know what the first thing we had to do? Get rid of what makes his character useful. Although, yeah. at the same time, I can never hear the word law without thinking of Sil like Sylvester Stallone <laughs> screaming law in my head from the first I am the liar. <laughs> I'm the liar. <laughs> I can love it. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, so... The game we were shitting on for, like, the past three weeks, it's actually pretty fun. We were shitting I on it because it did look bad. Did, and, but did, we also did, did say that we would like to play it to get our own view on it. Look, we're so, not above eating crow on this podcast. We'll happily eat that crow. Well, generally, we're when we're, generally when we're talking shit like that, we'd much rather eat crow. Fucking no. Oh, fuck yeah. I don't want a game to come out that I'm shitting on because it looks bad to be bad. I want it to come out and be like, bitch, I'm awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather Secretly, play we go, just want the game shit, to come this out. This game was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, we're... We just want the game to come up and say, we heard you talking shit, and just smack us back down. We're happy for that. Yeah. So, uh, side note, we got uh, like another 34 four second trailer for the potential next Mass Effect. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I saw that popping up in one of the group chats. Something about like fancy coat. but Yeah, no, they've got a wicked dope coat. I would absolutely buy that coat. Look, and I, live I, in I appreciate a good coat, but we can't go past the droid from the... Uh, like the new Star Wars campaign. Uh, Star oh Wars campaign yeah, coming. that's yeah. No, that that dude's absolutely rocking it. I still find it funny. The internet is still yelling about that droid. Fucks! Like guys, it's a droid. Calm down. He does it. He vibrates. Yeah. <laughs> but he does clearly fuck. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. That robot fucks. Hung like an R two unit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> third dumb thing I'm injecting into this pot it was actually something that, that just I knew about and I asked the guys a little bit if we want to talk about it so we're gonna so there's a, a web co uh, there's a company and I will freely admit I do buy their products called Gamer Subs hmm. and they put out one of their recent flavors it's called Lean 
Wait, what? And it's purple. <laughs> Alright, you got it. Like, do we have a link for this one? I can give you the link if you want. I think it's Biden on the... What um, What actually is the product? It's just a, a flavor caffeine supplement. It's very tasty. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Like They make good. good stuff. They got me off stuff. Mostly it's off annoying stuff. how tasty it is. Uh, but... It is just lean and it is just Biden on the cover. Like, uh, but you know what lean is, right? I, I've i heard bits. I've not been up on this one. Do, so do explain. It's a it's a mix of like cough syrup and other stuff that mm. just gets you mildly high. It's oh, a that's right. Yeah. massive problem in the rap scene. Yeah. So they've put out a product. Like they didn't call it Great Drank or something like that to try and play for meme status. Like the name Which is of weird. the purple they normally drink. have meme status. I know. The name of the drug drink is called Lean. Oof. So it's a bit of an oof. A bunch of their um, representatives, like uh, the people who spruked them on YouTube and stuff, have gone, "No, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that flavor." Nice. Because like it's 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 not a good idea. But Look, like, they've been pushing the envelope with names for a while. They, they just wanted to find where the line was, and I guess they've now found that line. It's like, alright, cool, we'll pull back. We'll do, we won't do that again. We're sorry. <laughs> you know it's oh, bad no. when a lot of money-grabbing YouTubers are going, no. Oh, <laughs> when influencers are saying no, that's a bad thing. Well, again, it, it's it's kind of like if you, you created a, a thing and just called it Black Tar Heroin. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, fair. It's like, People are not going to want to associate that with their relatively family-friendly channel. See, no, no, the next, one's, next one will be called Ice Ice Baby, but instead of having vanilla ice on the front, it'll be a crackhead. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, it, like I said, it's just a really dumb thing for them to have made, and they're still selling it, but like, whatever, I'm guessing they're probably leaning into it. Dumb memes! But like, what even dumb like? memes can be like, uh, a bad Trash, idea. I dare say. I apparently taste like peach tea and lemonade, which annoyingly, I like those flavors. <laughs> I may have to but buy like, some for all of that. Like those uh, powdered energy drinks, are like kind of shit. Like mm. the the South Australian government apparently only just found out about G Fuel, and they're absolutely they're not happy them. about it. No, they're banning yeah. them straight out. Like powdered energy drinks, gone. <laughs> yeah, like they just no, nah, we can't have this. Like WA, settle down. If you don't give us to it this way, we'll find other ways to get the caffeine into our system. Do not get between gamers Just and caffeine. Go and have a coffee. Get several shots of espresso. Goddamn. <laughs> I do that every morning where I can. Go to your, your local uh, Asian food supplier and just buy a kilo box of ginseng, have a massive coffee, throw the whole thing in, mm. and good luck to you. <laughs> Actually, T2 does a ginseng uh, tea now. It is... So potent. It tastes like spicy, but it's very good. I need that occasionally when I can't have coffee. So, so yeah, they're my uh, little three interjections, and now I, we can return I would like to, to interject the... one thing as well to a random thing. Oh, go nuts. Like, I would very much like for Vizipop to stop putting out fucking, like, anthems for our generation on every episode of Hell of a Boss. <laughs> like, I swear to... The most recent one, uh, was it Two Minutes Notice... Fucking great song! And oh, absolute banger. I have accidentally gotten a bunch of people from work addicted to Hell of a Boss now, because I kept listening to it. I didn't realize they could hear through the headphones. <laughs> oh, I mean, as far as I'm song. concerned, doing the Lord's work. Oh, fuck yeah. I, great series, great song, but at the same time, it's like, why does everything have to be an absolute banger of an anthem? Stop because speaking to my soul, woman! It's, it's really simple. Everything about that show's a banger. It really is. Like, it's a fucking great show. All the characters are great. The animation's fantastic. The overall story's been an absolute roller coaster. Oh, we finally have a um, release date for uh, Has Been Hotel, their other pet project, which is going to be January next year. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Releases on Prime, which I think for us will be. Do we have Prime? Amazon. Amazon, yeah, that's the one. Prime Video. But yeah, no, we finally get a release date for that. Fuck That'll be the yeah. entire series drop, and that's gonna be fucking awesome. I mean, if you've never seen the pilot, like, go watch that shit. It's on YouTube. It's Fun fact: great. By the main, one of the main characters from uh, Hell of a Boss is in the background as a uh, concept character. So Blitz is in the background. I mean, 
Pluto. Yeah, of course he is. He's, of course he's near the fucking drama. I love the fact, if you ever watch the, um, like, subtitled version for A Hell of a Boss, any time they say Blitz, there is an O with a cross through it at the very end. Yeah, because the O sound. I fucking love the dedication from the, the captions team there. Fucking great. But, uh, but that's my random interjection, because, like, that's been in my head for, like, the last couple of days. Yeah, I can believe that. Along uh, like, with the song that lives there right free now. The, uh, the fucking clown being Australian is... Ah, <laughs> yes, uh, Mamon, the uh, the demon. I loved that. That was great. Uh, that that giggled. I giggled way too much. What's like? Wait a minute. I know that accent. <laughs> I know that accent. Well, that's another one to add to my to watch list. <laughs> oh, it's very definitely. short. Thankfully, it's like I think maybe in total for two seasons, about an hour. Fair enough. If what's that... it on? What's the first season on? It, it's uh, YouTube. YouTube. It's, it's all, all on YouTube. Free. Completely free. Excellent. Makes life easy. I'll send you a link. Cool. Uh, it's the, the the original show that they made was um, has been Hotel, which has been picked up and is getting a full season run on Prime. But while they were waiting to try and get that done, they started working on this side project, Hell of a Boss, which is set in the same setting, and it's been going for like three seasons now. Or something yeah, like I think that. we're just in the third season at the moment. I'm really waiting oh, for the, the Lackadaisy cartoon, because goddamn, I love that. Oh, actually, that reminds me. I tried checking up the comic recently. The Lackadaisy uh, website's gone down. Maybe because either people are too many people or because they're selling. I think they might be selling um, or they're transitioning to a new group or something. Because I know they created a new group for the production of the cartoon. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, mostly I was going there because I was trying to find if they had any decent merch going at the moment because I love their stuff. Hmm. Uh, there's a link in our chat there for you, easily. Awesome. Yeah, great, great series. So, and now we return to our regularly scheduled programming. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, so the owls are dead! <laughs> <laughs> oh. What was the next thing we're talking about? The owls are dead! Oh, oh the yes, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I heard owls and my brain went to the uh, the bird. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> that was kind of the point of saying that title that way. Oh god, no! The, because um, the abbreviate Overwatch League is owls. Yeah, like the fact that they finally pulled the pin and got rid of it. No, that well, Blizzard can... didn't. Blizzard didn't pull the pin on it. Um, the the teams inside of it took the yeah. we're but, leaving payout. But by that, yeah, by Blizzard didn't pull the pin on it. They made it as hard as possible for the teams that were in it to actually have a good time. Like, mm. the latest Overwatch oh, yeah. League wasn't going to be displayed online at all. If you wanted to follow yeah. it, you had to follow a live tweet service. And that was it. Oof. You couldn't watch the same. games. It was just live tweeted. The that Owl seems... League went from being, like, in stadiums to being live tweeted. That's, that's a fall. Well, I mean, like, it's a, it's a thing that's always had a tenuous grasp of an audience. Yeah. It's not fun to watch. Because with all the fucking crazy shit going on at high level, it's mm. impossible to follow. Yeah. It's just a clusterfuck of abilities going off and someone comes out the victor. You can't watch it um, live. You have to watch it edited when someone goes, these were the plays, we checked all the, the cams and watched going through, we found the fun shit. It has to be selected. Otherwise, it's just noise and explosion. But that meant you couldn't watch it live. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. So, it was like a tenuous and dying thing already. Yeah. That's the problem with esports in general. Like, unless you're heavily into that game, you're, like, you're probably already off playing the game than watching someone yeah, else much. play it. So, like, like few, sure, have like, tournaments, have games, whatever, but streaming them and watching them live... I'd rather just play the game. Well, I mean, we've talked about it a couple of times when we've talked about the Owls in the past. The biggest mm. problem was Blizzard tried to make it an eSport, not let it become yeah. one. Yeah, they tried to force the um, the eSport thing as opposed to letting it mature gradually like the way that staff, like, you know, all the other things worked. Mm. Um, like, I'm trying to think of the other eSports my brain's just going Counter-Strike, League of Legends, yeah. the two big ones. Like, League Starcraft. of Legends... Starcraft, yes. Uh, like, they built themselves up over, in some cases, generations. Like, I maintain Starcraft, the only reason it continues is the first round taught the next round because they had kids. 
and produced another round of them. Like, it's a great game, sure, I suck at it, but it's at least fun to watch. Mostly mm. for the cheese. But, you know. Actually, that reminds me. Well, a great series to watch is When Cheese Fails. Always hilarious. <laughs> Mostly it's like these guys commentating on, like, um, matches of StarCraft. Like, ah-ha! Let's watch this guy fuck up a Zerg rush. <laughs> and it's great. Love it. Though, like, just speaking of StarCraft, uh, Blizzard, uh, Blizzard President Karen said, StarCraft could return, but not necessarily as an RTS. Like, yeah, they've been like they've been uh, threatening to bring an MMO out for for years. Well, there was already I mean, the meant to be StarCraft Ghosts a yeah, while ago. Died the cradle. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like they've tried StarCraft non RTS games before, but they haven't tried them. That's the problem. Oh. They've talked about them, and Ghosts never released. That one died yeah. in dev. A lot have died in the cradle uh, when they talk about it. Like, if we ever get a World of StarCraft version, I it would be uh, far in the future. StarCraft isn't suited to the, the concept. It really isn't, yeah. Like, like heroes there... lead armies. In StarCraft, the heroes are literally the only characters. Yeah. But, like, even mm. if they did release a, a single-character FPS game and it was Terran-based... Yeah. I don't think you'd be able to tell it apart from a 40k game. No. That's the thing. Like, if they did what they did for, like, Warhammer 40k's um, Dark Tide, but you were playing one of the more interesting armies, they could probably do it. They like, wouldn't work. They don't have enough variety. No. There's mm. three, like, three character bases. That's all you fucking got for it. I mean, that's why they went with Ghost as the prototype for their, their third-person stealth game. Because yeah. as a stealth assassin, you can build mechanics around that. It doesn't mm. have to be about troop movement. Yeah. Otherwise, the fact that the it'll just be wave after wave after wave of our own men at them. <laughs> that's, yeah. make it the, yeah. <laughs> that's the orc strategy. Yeah. Uh, make it the division, but you skin it with the the Starcraft stuff. That'd be nah. Uh, Starcraft it, just isn't the way Starcraft is unless they do something drastic. It's just not suited to anything other than maybe Ghost doing yeah. a stealth game with it. Because the actual mainline combat just isn't interesting or that distinct anymore. Hmm. That is true. I, mean, I, mean, I think if they put out a... they locked into it. Yeah. I mean, if they put out uh, um, a, a third-person shooter, you played a Terra Marine, you did all that kind of jazz, it's just going to get compared to Space Marine and probably mm. lose. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so, being honest. Um... Like there was a whole genre that sort of died off the uh, the FPRTS, where like you played as a character, but then you could snap back to a, an RTS version. Um, mm. Carrier Command, I fucking love that game. Pity it was so fucking yeah. broken. But like being able to have a carrier, you build units, you can send them out to do stuff, or you can go down and control those units for a little bit more fine tuning. It was fucking great. I loved it, and yeah. I enjoy a StarCraft game that's a little more focused like that. But the multiplayer would be a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They'd have to let go of the multiplayer to do anything yeah. else with StarCraft. No, I don't think they'll ever do that. Especially with know. the Owls now being gone. Now that now they're owned by Microsoft, who knows? Yeah, it's true. Big Papa Microsoft might do some things. Although, Big Papa Microsoft can still do some dumb things. Ooh, oh, yeah, definitely. Now... Yeah. I, I, I don't think this article is fair, but it still brings up a valid point. It's still So, funny. the big comparison they make in this article is that the new skin for the classic Master Chief armor from Halo 1 is a new skin in Infinite. And it costs more than it costs to buy Halo Anniversary Edition. Hmm. Anniversary Which means it's only costing like 15, 20 bucks. Yeah, but I mean, like, Anniversary Edition's an old game. It's not really fair. But the cosmetic does cost $22, and that yeah. is way too fucking much. That is, that is a lot of money for a single skin. It's, it's a lot of money like, in any game for any skin. Like, skins yeah. are yeah. fucking ridiculous. It shouldn't be more than 5 bucks a pop, ever. Mm, but they are, yeah. because they tier them on how much quality they put into them. This took our intern four weeks to make. 50 bucks. Yeah. I mean, kind of. Usually, premium skins have either maybe custom animations, all extra mm. effects. 
that sort of stuff. So that's usually what causes them to cost more. But as far as I'm aware, from the little bit of digging around I've done, this suit does not have anything custom about it. It's no. Yeah, and the original it, Master Chief armor wasn't anything special. No. And it's like still like, the same old olive green. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's like a cool nostalgia piece, but... But like... There's not the, much else to it. The whole skin thing of like Halo Infinite is fucking ridiculous already. Like, you have to get yeah. a, a core unit to be able to get the skins for a particular armor set already and they're already expensive but you can't use any of the skin you've already got for that core unit unless you go out there. the whole thing's a fuck around and they say they yeah, can't it's always a massive mess. they can't put uh, elites into the game because that we don't have the model for it why not just have them as what? a core as an armor core yeah like, be easy make them separate be fine yeah but no, can't do that. That would be uh, too good, too useful, mm. but too intelligent. Look, I had some fun with Infinite when it came out. I don't really care that much about the, I, the multiplayer. I after still that. never. Yeah. It's the only Halo game I've never gone through the entire campaign. I'm, yeah, I'm a probably not even halfway through it, and it's like, ah, I'm done. I don't look pretty much. But to to me, it was sort of a. Okay, this is a good direction to go, but you've got to finish going in it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're like halfway idea. there, but you're not done. You so can finish see it. That and we'll map it was like, oh my god! Like they can do so much more with this map. Like they can expand it. They can mm. do things. And they said we're not doing anything else with this with the campaign. It's like, okay, well that yeah. was my only reason for buying the fucking thing. I mean, they've been heading the COD route for a while. It's like we're releasing a new multiplayer. I mean, game. Yes, game. Just game. Mm. Like, every time, it's like, oh, we made this thing. It's like, this is just an avenue for more multiplayer, isn't it? Like, no, no, there's a single player. It's like, it's like an hour and a half, guys. Come on. I used to Look, love the at, story you had. At the same time, I'll take an hour and a half of good shit over six hours of garbage. Yeah. That is very true, yeah. Though, like, it's uh, just a shame to watch, like, all the, the franchises we grew up playing taken out back and shot like old yellows. Like, Come on, guys, please. The, Why? It, it's one of the, the biggest complaints of the latest Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare 3 that dropped uh, a week mm, or whatever yes. the hell it was. How ago. was it? A, a Metacritic 4.3? Yeah, it's got a, a four hour campaign. It's got a tiny little campaign. And people are Oof. bitching and whinging. Oh, since Microsoft bought them, it's gone to shit. Microsoft bought them like a month ago. This, yeah. this has been in yeah. development for two fucking years. Like, yeah. yeah, you can't blame Microsoft for this one. Like, Maybe the one next year and the one after that. Sure, yeah. Blame Microsoft mm. all you fucking want. But this could not so much. Yeah. At the same time, like, I don't know about you guys, but I don't hear four-hour campaign and think quite as badly of it anymore. No. If it's a solid, like, story, yeah, keen. Unfortunately, uh, apparently this four hours does contain a lot of fat still. It's not yeah. pinned down to the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which is a bit weird for a four-hour campaign. That this is more like I only have to play it for four hours awesome yeah I'll power through it'll be fine <laughs> but I'm also the kind of dickhead who goes checking every square inch oh, of the map because you can't not. I can't stand I can't stand anything any map having like grey space left on it's like no I must explore oh yeah you gotta paint a map yeah <laughs> it's why I got really annoyed at one point with Baldur's Gate because the, there are certain parts of the map that can never be filled in but you can see fragments of land. It's like, why would you show me that? <laughs> why would you put that there? That is just mean. But also, okay. Reason? Pretty much. Like, just to spite me. And I love them for it. But, uh, yes. Oh what is so, the list for today? The next big thing, given that we've been talking about prices, is that the video, retro video game market is basically in freefall. I'm kind of okay with it dying. It, it should never have been in a fucking climb. Like, no. yeah. It should never have gotten to a freefall because it shouldn't have gone climbed to the fucking heights it was at. Several thousand dollars for a fucking retro game doesn't matter the quality. It's not fucking worth that. We should probably like actually explain. We refer to, of course, like collectible um, mint condition in packaged kinds of old Sega or NES or um, like Nintendo sixty four mm. games, that kind of stuff. Uh, 
not the market of, you know, Sega re-releasing Sonic 1 every five seconds on their own online store, but mm. physical cartridges and collectibles. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like, there are, there are videos around you can find that talk about uh, what precipitated this. I would personally suggest checking out a guy called Carl Jobs on YouTube. He's got some great videos on it. Mm. He's and, also Australian, which we like. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of a thing that a couple of guys kind of inflated this bubble on their own. Yeah. And then it kind of created the gold rush mode where like everyone was like, oh, get my old stuff valued and then I'll flip it for money. And people started buying and selling these stupidly expensive video game collectibles and then a mm. whole cottage industry for grading popped up and it's kind of all turned into this big thing yeah and now the bubble is starting to pop people have bought things for hundreds of thousands of dollars and now they're worth fractions I think yeah. one of the worst I saw was something like a 98% drop in value yeah I think that was one of the Mario ones that sold for like over a million or something, something like that, like that. Yeah. When it went from like you can either buy a house or buy a single game cartridge, that's fucking ridiculous. And then it goes yeah. from oh, absolutely. like eight hundred thousand dollars down to four thousand dollars. Like holy Ooh. shit. That's a big drop. The house would have been gaining money. Fucking mm. oath. And the problem with it all is like this market is built up around this idea that people don't have their stuff anymore. Yeah. So, you, gamers are very collectible, and I mean, even growing We're up, dragons, I, we hoard things. Even as a as, even as a kid, I held on to every game I owned. I just sort of like clutched them with a death grip. So, like most, a lot of collectors probably have their copy of that. Yeah, yeah. they don't need to buy your one just because it's sealed in perspex. Pretty much. Like, I so still this... have some of my old Pokemon cards, to be honest. Like, the ones we had when mm. we were in, like, primary school and shit. Yeah. Like, I just never threw them out because we grew up in that time right as comic books were being graded and becoming, you know, worth something. Mm. Uh, but like you mentioned previously, uh, certainly the, the prelim to this, which was um, comics actually had a scarcity because no one bothered collecting them. Same with baseball cards, like mm. you mentioned before. Like, People used to get the gum and throw the card out because why would we keep it? Hmm. Or, or they just they'd... keep their favorite. Yeah, or they they get dog-eared or they wouldn't be kept in good nick and that kind of hmm. stuff because kids got a hold of them. It was only the few weirdos and strange ones who were like, I'm going to keep this in pristine condition in a sealed bag. Hmm. And they became worth something. Like, But we don't have that now. Like, We all keep our shit because we were raised by going, keep it, it might be worth something one day. Like Beanie Babies. Remember that bubble? That was fun to watch, Burn. I'm, I'm waiting for Pop Vinyls. It's getting close. I feel oh, it. it's getting it's getting very close, I swear to God. Like, that, like that people I know who collected them. before it even released. Uh, there, there was a, a guy, um, <laughs> me and Swishno, who, who was collecting and selling them. And even he's gotten to the point where he's doing, like, mass sell-off. It's like, yeah. ooh, this guy is, like, like he was a believer mm. it's just like ooh even he's like no no I don't want this shit that means something's bad something's bad in that market and it's gonna pop yeah the problem was like he was buying them like four or five at the same one at the time yeah. and then trying to sell them like you know later on but he kept missing the bubble I think like yeah. every time it's like if you can buy four or five of the same thing at the same fucking time there is no scarcity because then they're right? available five or six copies of the same thing everywhere. Like, and there's so many collectors of like pop vinyls, like Beanie Babies used to be, and no longer is it like, oh, we have to hunt for this one specific thing. You can find it. Easy. Like, very easily. It's like, yeah. oh, I like that pop vinyl. I might just go home and print one myself and then paint it. Yeah. That's all I do now. If I want something, I'll print it. Apart from two things I purchased recently. Which are like <clears throat> very in-depth resin casts of like Zoro and Luffy from One Piece. So that's because they are fucking awesome. But yeah, okay. no, it's dumb. I'm happy to see this this start to collapse because oh, it yeah. wasn't real. It was never real and it needs to go away. 
the problem as well is like the grading um, services you used to be able to get, or you still can, to be honest. You'd send your shit off to them. You could send the same card or game to four different uh, things and get four different ratings. There yeah. was no standard for it. There was no way to really have, say, you know, a um, certification as a, a person who does this. It's like, yeah, I'll do it. I think that's worth like an eight point five. Yeah, sure, that sounds about right. I mean, not everyone used the same scale. Some would use like yeah. one out of five. Some would be like one to ten. Some would be like one to ten, and whether <clears> or not it's a plus plus. Yeah. Like, there was no way to really keep it all co like, coherent and concise. It just... It's like women's sizing for, like, clothes. God knows what's going to happen. Roll the fucking dice. Is this the right one? Who knows? But it's just a lot of guff. And I'm quite glad that industry is slowly dying. But it's... It's a weird mentality to me as well. Like, I, I'm one of those people who opened the, the things and played with the toy. Yeah. I'm one of those heathens. Like I used so, to do that constantly. Um, if it's in a box, it's why did they buy it? Like I'm gonna yeah. we'll play with it and do stuff. Like if I was gonna buy a copy of Super Mario now, it'd be with a NES for me to play it. Mm. Yeah, that's like, it. It'd be great. And hell, you can just buy those like mini NESs now that already yeah. have it all pre-installed. Like Nintendo and everyone else saw like, hey, people like these old things. Fuck it, give it to them. Here's a mini version just running a Raspberry Pi with a bunch of preloaded shit. Give us 50 bucks. Done. Like, what else is better? Well, it is funny that Nintendo has now gone the way of the, um, was it 99 games in one thing? Maybe like the fake Game Boys you yeah. buy from like cheap shops. Mm. Like, we'll it's provide you with games, now. but don't you dare try and put your own games on it. That's bad. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's not good. Can't do that. So, I think the last story we had queued up um, was that uh, Epic, in its last five years of trying to get its Valve Counter-Strike moment out of Fortnite, is still just hemorrhaging money. Yeah, I don't think they'll ever stop hemorrhaging at this point. No, it's... and I mean, I'm pretty sure the last, like, four times we've even brought up Epic, it's just to say they're still hemorrhaging money. Well, like, they're still they... doing dumb shit. They ditched so many staff because they were hemorrhaging money and then changed nothing. They continued the same practice that was hemorrhaging them money. Yeah. Like, at this point, I think they're diving to see how deep the crater will be. It's like, fuck it. Dive down. Let's swan dive into the ground and see how big of a mess we can make. Which Look, is sad. I mean, Epic has managed to carve out, some, I think, something like 15% of like electronic game sales. Which ain't bad, but I don't see them being able to recover hard enough to really make that number go up. But um, they've also got that through, like, essentially tr like, taking people hostage. Or taking yeah. games hostage, yeah. rather. I'm it's curious like, how much of that this, is solely from Epic Jail Games. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, people that don't want to wait the year for it to release everywhere else. Yeah. Because, like... I've got a, an Epic account, and the only thing I do with it is log on to get the free game that I'll never play, and then close out again. Yeah, that's most people's. Yeah. I mean, then noticed. again, we are spiteful <laughs> as hell when it comes to that kind of stuff. Again, the internet being told, do a thing, we rebel against it. We were told, mm. like, you can only get this here, like, alright, I'm going to go somewhere else and wait for it then. And I mean, the fact that I'm yeah. that kind of person like, probably explains why I've never met a single person who happily uses the Epic launcher. Yeah, actually, that is, that is true. I've never met someone who's bought anything from Epic, to be honest. Like, I have. Have you played this game? It's Not on yet. the Epic Store. Like, <clears throat> no. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> like, anytime it's like, oh, where can you get this game? My default response is probably on Steam or GOG. Like, yeah. That is the, my default. I, yeah. It never even comes into the vernacular. Like, oh, you can find it on Epic. And if it did, I would probably end up slapping myself and going and having a cold shower. Yeah. Because I feel violated. But, yeah. It's, like, yeah, I, I don't know how much longer Epic has as a games distributor. Considering, like, even well, EA, like, even they stepped away from their own app, like, <laughs> you can now just buy it on Steam. Mm -hmm. Same as Ubisoft, there you can buy it on Steam. Like, yeah. And EA giving up control of anything is, like, yeah, hurting cats. I mean, like, they when they made the, the EA launcher, it was like, oh, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. yeah. We saw that coming. They want a piece of yeah. that pie. And yeah. They made the EA launcher and the thing was fucking broken. Like, 
God oh, damn that. Yeah, DA Launcher is still world. fucking broken a lot. I just hate the fact that I would buy something in Steam and then would open the EA Launcher to launch the game and then it wouldn't load the game yeah. because the EA Launcher was shit. So I'm just yeah. stuck but, staring at the EA Store. Not that I liked it, but it was the one thing I liked about the Ubisoft one. Yeah. You were able to tie your two accounts together, at which point when it launched the UB launcher, it just launched the game. Yeah, which was great. Like, you didn't have to do I, anything else. I still play a bit of Battlefield 2042. I just like the game, and it's been <laughs> fixed a lot. It is really good to play now. But one of their recent updates, it, when you <coughs> launched it, it would go black screen and then crash. You could verify the files. Yeah. All you wanted through Steam would not fucking work. It just kept dying on me. And so I did, had some digging around, and it turns out when they updated the game, they broke the EA launcher. So you actually had to open the oh, EA launcher, no. verify the install of the EA launcher, get that repaired, and then it would launch the game perfectly fine. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it was a bit of a pain yeah, in the yeah. ass. Are they still making you launch their games to a, a website as well? No, no, they at least got rid of that. Oh, that's but good. Yeah, I remember for a while there, they were like, oh, you want to play the game even single player? Well, open up Epic. Uh, not Epic. Um, the EA launch. So, theoretically... See, it's baked in. We hate Epic that much. No. A bad thing happened. Epic did it. Well, it's the equivalent of, no, Epic. What did I do? Oh, sorry. False of Havoc. <laughs> but it, oh, no, that, that started but with it, Battlefield it, 3, and then 4. Um, Hardline, one. I think, was the first one. That was, was after 4, wasn't it? Was it? I, I honestly don't remember. There's been then, so many. Three, then Hardline, then four, I think it might have been. and then I remember very and... specifically <laughs> with Hardline that it did it. Yeah, I think that's but where it, it got like, like more... Like, it was like, launch game... You launch your, your, your crappy service. Launch my game to open my browser yeah. to go to a specific page setup, which I don't even know how it's loaded, I assume locally. Um, and then click play to activate the game like what the fuck it was so strange like I don't know why they did it that way yeah and they I, last time I tried to play Hardline because I never actually finished Hardline and I wanted to have a go because it was on Game Pass <clears throat> yeah and I, that was a while I mean that was a little while ago but it still did the webpage thing that's weird yeah because that's the I only launcher that it's got that's, that's just how it launches yeah, yeah, fair. Uh, it's real dumb. Four was Battlefield Four was the exact same way. I think they changed it for Battlefield One, like the World War One and Battlefield mm. Two, the World War Two game. I think they changed it for them, but you could still access both of them through that web launcher. Because mm. mm. that was how they were tracking your player stats and everything else you do with the game. But yeah, this this is no all in inside the game. Yeah, it's a lot better. That's good. If if that you like, good. just run around shoot things in an FPS. Try it; it's good. Though they have gone more fucking hero shooter with it, which is fucking annoying. Like char- yeah, characters, with special abilities, just dumb in a Battlefield yeah. game. It's just not Battlefield's thing. Like if no. they wanted to experiment with this, yeah, go for it. Go here, make another game. But when you fire up Battlefield, there's just a certain vibe. Yeah. that you're yeah. expecting. You launch Battlefield and you straight out think you get recon, engineer, assault, and support. That's it. Mm. You've yeah. got four generic soldiers in one of four classes. Run and with now that. they have super powers. Yeah. Like, and they can equip I, anything. So you can't even like no, visually check someone. They have they have changed yeah. that. So now like they are restricted in what they can carry. But you've still got one character that has a wingsuit that can fly across the map, like fly halfway across the map, disengage their wingsuit, fire off a sniper rifle while they're flying through the air, then re-engage the wingsuit and just keep flying around with a grenade that recharges infinitely. With that's a cluster Ooh. grenade. It's a fucking pain in the ass. It's unnecessary. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I know at launch though, like a lot of people didn't like that. You know, like you couldn't tell who had a rocket launcher. Yeah. Because, because everyone, everyone could, carry, could carry, one. carry one. Now that is restricted to just the engineer class, but the engineer class should be anti-vehicle, and they've yeah. only got like three anti-vehicle things, which are also carried by most other characters, which is just dumb. It's the same direction that um, Team Forster, oh not Team Forster, T 
Team Fortress. Brain is good today. Um, <laughs> like Team Fortress 2, they went down that route where everything originally had a clear silhouette. You knew a pyro was coming because of how they looked. And then they brought in all the different hats. It's like, alright, it's getting hard to see a silhouette, but I can still kind of do it. And then they started bringing weapons that were clones of other classes' weapons. It's like, no, why does the pyro essentially have a rocket launcher now? Like, they're meant to be an up-close thing, like, spy-checking shit. And it got very muddled, which yeah. I didn't the, quite like. The um, like, I mean, I don't play Team Forces 2 anymore. I mean, I barely played it when it came out. Um, I haven't for a long time. the little bit I've played slash watched, the, the whole, like, getting other weapons stuff, it did change the way a lot of the characters played, but it yeah. was pretty clear what they were still. Like, you yeah. weren't going to mistake the, the I think it was the, the pyro could get, like, a big sword instead of yeah. his grenade launcher. It's like, well, I know what he does. I can see the sword. Yeah. The problem with the Battlefield one is the person would just have a gun out and you could not tell who had a rocket launcher because yeah. it didn't show on them. Yeah, which was strange. Mm. But, uh, but you're like, right. It, all the hats and stuff, like, jack it up hard. Uh, it started getting very muddled, and when it, things get muddled, my brain's like, nope, nope, too much info, we're gonna go hide in the corner for a bit. The, particularly if you've watched the, the dev things for, like, Val put out with, particularly with everything from the Orange Box, which was TF2, they put out those um, dev diary things that you could watch yes. inside, and they made a mm. big deal about silhouettes. Mm. And they it's did. like, oh, all your post-release content broke that down. Exactly. It's like everything's like, oh, silhouette's very important in the first patch out. Like, Hats! Fuck your silhouette! But then again, right. Team Forces 2 also allows for an in, almost infinite number of custom modes that you can run, at which point you can just restrict it to base sets, no extras, yeah. play the yeah. game. How, Absolutely. How good a deal was the freaking orange box, though? Because, God, so oh, good. Stupid. Absolutely stupid. Like, Three good games for, like, was it how much? It was like a 50 to 60 bucks? It was the price of one normal game, but they gave yeah. you episode like, 2, Portal, it, and TF2 in one go. Like, they, they yeah. may as well have just sold Half-Life 2, and like, that's all that needed to have been. And then they threw I mean, yeah. everything yeah. else into it, and it's like, that's probably still the best deal in gaming ever, and ever will be. And yeah, it, I don't think we've had a better one. And it's kind of one of the only times I've ever bought a collection of something... And the title game was not the gem. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, Portal the, was the gem in that. Yeah. The rise of Portal was like, an amazing thing to see happen in real time. And there was no fat in that box. I, everything no. in it was a banger. Like, straight out, like, yeah. you need to play this. You play this in the orange box? Like, everyone yeah. who had a PC needed the orange box. Yeah. Everyone had it. It was great. Like, we got a lot of mileage out of... Um, Team Fortress 2 when it first oh, yeah. came out because we were at a gaming uni we played a lot of games anyway so it just got us all together and helped us avoid our assignments but <laughs> a little too and then well. it's like Portal yeah and then there's Portal which was just so much fun and you know Act 2 it was a great game <laughs> but uh, it was a good deal we, but, we need more yeah. of those deals gaming industry take note give us good deals but even to today like the cake is a lie everybody knows it because the cake is a yeah. lie are you still there? Like, it's still a fucking ringtone. Like, yeah, it's mine. That's the impact. <laughs> a ringtone that, it that had. scares the shit out of everyone we know. It's great. Yeah, it's great. I love how many people are afraid of that ringtone. <laughs> well, the problem is that the while the memes might still kind of be in the lexicon, Portal's mm. star has well waned. Yeah, yeah. We if we got a Portal three, I don't think it would get as much hype as Portal two had. No, it's been a bit long. Like, yeah, the zeitgeist has faded. It's, we already it's know Valve is scared of threes. They just don't release threes. That is true. Just, well, I mean, in their words, they don't put out a game unless that game means something. Yeah. So they're not just going to make Portal 3 because more Portal. They would have to come up with something interesting to do with a Portal 3. Hmm. Which is why, you know, like, they didn't put out anything in the Half-Life universe until they put out Half-Life Alex because VR was the tech they were playing with and they made easily the best game that I've ever played in VR. Yeah, mm. that is the pinnacle of VR games. Well, I've I mean, heard nothing but good things, but I've well, never tried it. Like, I watched the dev diary for that game as well, and one of the things they pointed out was, anytime they were designing something about how to play that game, they went, what's the minute, what, what can we do to remove barriers from fun? Hmm. 
We don't want people frustrated. We want them to have a good time. So we must always yeah. find a way to make sure that they have fun. Which is a great way of making a fucking game. Mm. It like, should be the way, way of making a game. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. But like in VR, that, that was probably more of a challenge because you've got to yeah. try and figure out how to how do we reload a weapon that feels good but doesn't get in the way of the player being able to do the thing yeah you can't break it like immersion essentially i think that's where vr is going to run into a bit of an issue like because it's more meant to be more immersive you can't have things like cheat or halfway because it breaks that immersion and then you get the people like i don't want to have to load my guns like yeah but if it doesn't you'll complain that you can't load the gun <laughs> Yeah, and until like VR goes full immersive, like deep dive, like the yeah, like you can just lay on online yeah, levels, lay back, hopefully without the death, hopefully, but until you can just lay back and sink yourself, and you're actually in the game world, VA VR is going to feel restricted. To oh, some point, when that happens, you'll never hear from us again. All three of us <laughs> will be hooked up to machines somewhere. That be the death of humanity. I yeah. play like I have a VR headset, and I do crack it out every now and then. Yeah, me but, too. But, like, there's, there's some stuff that just doesn't work. No. Like, I play... Like, the game I play the most is Hot Dog Souls using hand grenades, and I'm really excited for the new update. Um, hmm. But I can't do bold action rifles in that game. Because yeah. there's no feedback. Yeah. And, like, yeah, okay, all the other guns can have some, like, mild effects on the game to give me something, but, like, the pulling of a bolt is nothing. And it yeah. feels like nothing, and it just does not work. It's so bad. It's terrible. Some things need that tactile sensation. Yeah. Like, or they're still apparently trying to figure out haptic gloves and suits and that kind of stuff. To like, the problem yeah, is that's gonna like, be a long time before anything happens. With the that. problem would be encoding that kind of feedback into all games. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah different but brands do it different ways. Already, yeah. And apparently they're quite good, but only if the developers work to make it a thing yeah yeah but like for VR like I pretty much only played Elite Dangerous it was a good space combat game it worked yeah. well for Elite mm. Dangerous with a, a HOTUS um Beat Saber just cause you're just swinging your arms around and uh, Half-Life Alex. they're the only three games yeah. that I'd recommend to anyone with I a would, VR there, there is one game that I would recommend to VR people that isn't tagged as a VR game mm. Star Wars Rogue Squadron Ah, oh, yes, because you could always look around the cockpit. That was right. That that was a stealth VR game that no one wanted to say was a VR game because they didn't yeah. scare off the normies. <laughs> yeah, there was but the other way. playing that with a Hotas, that different experience. Yeah. But in that Definitely. same token, you could also go Ace Combat 7. Um, there's several flight sim games that worked fucking well with the VR. Just Elite Dangerous mm. was so much better for most of it. Yeah, well, I mean, oh, they definitely. designed theirs with mm. that as a function. Yeah. Anyway, we're out past an hour, so I think we can uh, wrap things up for this week. Before we get distracted by another squirrel. <laughs> oh, we will. So, you know, Definitely. I'm just going to cut it now. Y'all have a good one. Bye! See ya.